When was the last time you attended a slumber party with your girlfriends and discussed issues on your heart? If you're like me, it's been quite some time. Hi and welcome. My name is Felice Gerwitz and I welcome you to tonight's Mommy Jammies Night. This is a time for you and my friends from around the world to join us live. Put on a comfortable pair of pajamas, pull up a chair, and settle in with your favorite refreshment. And prepare to be blessed as I welcome tonight's guest. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome. My name is Felice Gerwitz, and I am delighted to be your host this evening. Uh, We have a real treat in store for you. And before I introduce our very, very special guest, I just want to remind you about some things that we have going on. Um, Every time we have a Mommy Jammies night, uh, we have a party of some sort, and tonight was no different. So uh, we had a Facebook party with some giveaways from um, our guest speaker tonight, and she has some books, um, as well as some other big giveaways. So if you want to uh, check that out, you can go to... um, the ultimate homeschool radio network.com page and then click on the giveaways tab um, to go and see what those giveaways are and also we encourage you to stay in touch with us you can sign up for our easing and in doing so you will receive a bundle of audios um, each time um, you sign up for our easing and then when you get subsequent uh, emails from us, the weekly emails contain a bonus giveaway. So uh, we keep you well uh, stocked with lots of audios and information about our special guests, and, and that way you won't forget uh, about these wonderful events that we have coming up. Well, today I want to introduce my guest, and she's been a longtime Internet friend. Hopefully someday we'll get to meet in real life. Uh, but she has been a wonderful asset uh, to uh, different ventures that I've been a part of. One of them is the Ultimate Homeschool Expo, where Joanne has spoken, as well as a past Mommy Jammies Night, you know, quite a few years ago now. But I'm just delighted. I was praying, and um, I, I uh, really asked some close friends and just pray about who would make uh, wonderful speakers for Mommy Jammies Night, and Joanne uh, Joanne Calderwood. I'll give you her last name. I've been just <laughs> hinting at who our guest is. Um, you know, was at the top of the list, and then I um, had put it out in an evening. You know, asking people just for some ideas. You know, what are some things you would like to hear our show host talk about, or you know, special guests. And you know, I had a few people email me different things, and then. Joanne's name cropped up again, and I thought, you know what, I'm going to see um, if she's available, and she was. So I am delighted to have you on today, Joanne. Oh, thank you, Felice. I, you know, I love this format, the Mommy Jammies Night format, and um, I must add, however, I'm kind of glad it's not a webinar where there's like a video <laughs> or <laughs> right. of jammies, et cetera. Although, you know, that would just make it real, right? Right, it would, it would. And that was my husband was teasing me when he got home from work. He said, where are your jammies? I go, well, it's a little bit early because we used to really uh, tease our guests and, and uh, you know, invite everybody to really put on jammies. And 
And so if I wasn't afraid of what would happen, I would ask people to send in pictures, but you just never know what you're going to get. <laughs> so I think, I think we'll leave that to one of those great ideas that won't happen. But, uh, but I want oh, to invite awesome. you guys yeah, to, go, to go check out Joanne at her website, and that is you are the mom, and it's the letter U and the letter R, the word the mom.com. So it's you are the mom.com and you'll find lots of great information there as well as her books and you know half the time I end up um, buying my guest book because I can't win because I'm hosting the event and I didn't even know about the last two books that you've written so I'm really excited yeah you've been busy girl so tell us about a little bit about yourself, which I'm sure you'll do within your talk, but also, you know, some of the new things that have, have cropped up, like the latest two books uh, that you've written and, um, you know, just what's been happening, Joanne. Oh, okay, sure, sure. Um, well, let's see. And I'm, I'm going to touch on this a little bit later, but I'm actually taking a little bit of a sabbatical. Uh, I had been a regular columnist for a homeschool magazine, and I just I needed a break and um, kind of felt guilty about it, but took a little break. We um, Well, I have eight children, and if you're a friend of mine on Facebook, and if you're not, please friend me at my Joanne Calderwood page. Um, you'll see that my profile picture is my son, Franklin, uh, who just graduated from UT Knoxville on Friday. So Aww. he is um, child number four, and I've got five in school, I'm sorry, five who have graduated from homeschool, and we've got three college graduates and two in college right now. So um, that is is a big change to just have three daughters at home versus, you know, like eight so um, that's a big change with them moving it in and, and moving on. So Yeah, it is. It is. And as I was sharing with you um, before we went live, that it was a really hard day because um, my daughter plays softball, and so we were looking at some dual enrollment options just to get her feet wet with, mm-hmm. um, you know, this Italian uh, descent mom cannot teach Spanish one and two, <laughs> and even... <laughs> If I could, which is really interesting because I can understand Spanish, but I can't speak it because it's very close to Italian. And right. so, um, you know, I, I, I've uh, wanted to, you know, get them. Uh, they've taken some Spanish courses, but just at home. And so it doesn't count here unless it's um, accredited So in Florida. So oh, we were looking at some options, and then we were – also, um, setting up her page where it has all her, her stats for softball. And then I had to upload some video, and then I had to add a channel on my YouTube page. And it was like as I was doing all this stuff, it just really hit me that, oh, my gosh, this is my sunshine child. My last two have um, – they're really the, the super silly, happy ones who, you know, just are a pleasure to – not that the rest of them weren't. But, you know, enough guys cannot, you know, they're they're high maintenance at times, too, especially their exuberance level and my age factor, you know, kind of get, <laughs> you know. How true is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but it just hit me that, oh, my gosh, you know, Annie is going to be a senior next year. And, mm-hmm. 
you know, it just it just really hit me, and and I just said, you know, my husband called, and I said, gosh, all of a sudden I'm really depressed, and I don't even know why. And he's, you know, we were going through what was going on today because it was just like this heaviness washed over me. So of course I've been praying, and you know, she's excited about what the future holds and and things like that. But it's just, you know, um, you know, like I said, you would think at this point we would be well versed and it just always um you know is different so right but i'm excited joanne to let you loose and talk about your topic today and um we've got people from all over the place listening in and we've got some faithful uh listeners from new zealand so welcome to all our new zealand people when you guys are listening afterwards uh south africa listens in um, as well as, and it just went off, Australia. I was going to say it just went off the, the the peak of my mind there. I usually write a list when I get emails back from people um, that have listed, and I, I should probably um, add some of those to, um, to the uh, posts when I, I put them up to welcome people. But if you're listening uh, from a foreign country, please go ahead and and email us and just let us know. Just send me an email back, and I'm excited to have you here, as well as all our American counterparts. Uh, let's see, we have uh, Florida, other than myself. We've got Tennessee. We've got Texas. We've got Maine, Minnesota, Indiana, uh, several from Pennsylvania here, um, and several from Arkansas. So welcome to all of you um, who are joining us tonight and all of you who are listening on our website. So, Joanne, I am going to let you loose, and our topic tonight is Let It Go, and I think it's just perfect for me as well. I'm excited to sit back and listen in, and then we'll be back at the end uh, to take any questions from our audience. Awesome. Thank you, Felice. You're going to let me go, right? Let it go. Yes, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, originally, uh, when Felice asked about, uh, like, a topic title, my working title was Let It Go, Princess. And, you know, that just kind of sounded a little bit too cliche without me being able to kind of explain what I mean. So we just went with Let It Go. But, you know, the Disney folks don't really have a corner on that whole Let It Go market if you think about scripture, how many times does God tell us to lean on him, to trust and rely on him? In fact, I meant to Google this today, but I kind of ran out of time. I wanted to see what some of the most common phrases in scripture are. And I don't know for sure, but I'm willing to bet that do not be afraid, do not fear, lean on, trust in the Lord with all your... Those phrases are repeated over and over and over and over again. Kind of like God saying, let it go, let it go. And I want to explore just those three little words. And I want to throw in princess, even though, you know, we may have, it's possible we might have not just mommies, there might be homeschool dads as well um, listening. And if so, I hope they don't feel sheepish. Welcome to (laughs) the drama party. Um, But as, as parents and home educating parents, we're all in different seasons of our lives. That's one thing I know for certain. And at the Facebook party earlier, um, I was loving reading the comments about, uh, as people were kind of representing 
there with their statuses, I'm sorry, with their comments regarding how many kids they have, how long they've been homeschooling, that sort of thing. And we've got a great mix of some, I hate to say older homeschool, yeah, older homeschooling moms, uh, younger homeschooling moms, and different ages of children, some with older ones and little ones, um, you know, and run the gamut from seven to eight. I think I might even see nine uh, children who would be crazy and do such things. But we're all at different seasons in our lives. Um, and I want to look at just what a day looks like. And I wish here that we were in a, a group setting and you all could just throw out what today was like. And um, Felice did post that. And so I got on the Facebook party page and I did get to read a little bit about what some of your days were like. And Felice shared a bit about hers. And um, I just... If you have a pen and pencil, and just as I'm speaking, kind of rambling here, getting going, just write down some verbs that describe maybe what your day was like or uh, how you felt. For me personally, I went off to work. I've got, I work at a local bank and put in my 40 hours there. I then come home and um, I run youarethemom.com, which includes a language and grammar composition research paper classes and a lot of details there every day, and I'm up early working on stuff, going to work, and my season of life is I have right now four teenage daughters at home. Um, Olivia, who's 19, just came home from the summer after her freshman year of college, and then I have a 13-year-old, a 15-year-old, and an almost 17-year-old. So we've got 13, 15, 17, and 19 at home. Now, some of you have babies, and maybe one of the verbs that describes your not day but night was um, sleepless. I remember those years with, yeah, kind of literally years with new babies and trying to juggle schedule and, and that sort of thing. And if I could poll each of you individually, um, we would run the gamut of how which verbs were used to describe. Maybe a mix of good, stressful, tired, etc. Our days, though, are all, all of our days are dictated by our family's needs, right? If you have young children, your sleep might be interrupted. Um, you might be constantly, hopefully, monitoring their behavior, feeding, um, cleaning up after them, changing diapers, potty training, feeding, cleaning up after them, washing, that sort of thing. And maybe you do all that and work outside your home. Um, those of us who have older children, maybe middle school age, um, their needs are different. And our day is going to look differently because of that. And I'm, I'm not talking just homeschool, but also homeschool, you know. So as I said, mine are relatively independent. But they still have needs. And my day is dictated by the common needs for food, clothing, electric, and that sort of thing. And um, I'm a single mom, so my season of life is just completely different than I ever thought it would be. But there are some things that we all have in common. Um, and the first thing is that we all have 24 hours in our day, right? And um, gosh, if we just didn't need to sleep, think how much we would get but sleep is important, that's for sure. But we all have those 24 hours, a parameter in which to work, and the Lord has blessed us with that time. Um, I want to talk about 
three other things that we all have in common. And while we have them in common as categories, um, these things look differently for each of us because we're all individual humans. Um, and those things, uh, I'm just going to call them the three Bs. Body, we all have a body. We all have a brain. And at this hour of the night, honestly, I am usually in bed at 8.30 uh, Central Time because I get up early. So that's my excuse for kind of hemming and hawing. <laughs> this is like my bedtime. But we all have a brain. And the third B is we all have a being. And I'm not going to delve too deeply into these three Bs, but I just want to point out that we all have these things and are, are they're it's very necessary for us to take care of our body. As moms, we often are the last thing that we take care of. Uh, we need exercise, and we need to eat right. And I use the word right in quotations because that really depends on our individual needs. We all need sleep. And, you know, the other day I was thinking, um, since I started working full-time again, I was taking a walk, and I was praying, Lord, I need to do this more often. How can I work exercise into my day? And oh, I asked him, he gave me an answer. It was fabulous. Um, same thing with how we should eat and what time. I, I mean, those are just basic things, but God has a plan. And his plan for you in the exercising, eating right, and sleeping, it's going to look differently depending on the season of life that you're in. That's a no-brainer. So your body needs to be taken care of. I want to throw that out. The second B I mentioned was your brain. And um, our brains need to be taken care of. And let's couple that with being because um, I've got so much to share. I don't want to get bogged down here with the Bs, but it's very important. I want to point out with the, the word being, I mean soul. And if you ever want to see your soul, it's really easy. Did you know that? you can actually see your soul. All you have to do is look in the mirror and look at your eyes. What is looking back at you in the mirror from your eyes is your soul. And uh, I think that is so cool. I really like what C.S. Lewis had to say about the soul. He says, you don't have a soul. You are a soul. You have a body. And isn't that true? We are eternal souls. We just happen to have bodies right now. And, you know, the kind of exercise we can um, partake in is going to depend a lot on the body we've been given. Um, but as far as our brain and being, I wanted to couple those two together because we need to take time and nourish our bodies, of course, our souls, and our brains, and I don't know if you've heard of Oswald Chambers, but he lived about the turn of the century, the last century, the 1900s, early 1900s, and he wrote um, What My Utmost for His Highest by Oswald Chambers is a collection of his writings that his wife put together after his death, and I highly recommend um, the devotional. There's just so many nuggets of wisdom in there, and he talks about having mental poise, and I read, it must have been from the May, one of the May readings, and you know this scripture, I think it's in Psalm, it's in Psalm, mm -hmm, 
I'll have to look it up. I don't remember. But just be still and know that I am God. Being still and focusing on the Lord, taking that mental pause of time yields mental poise for our day. And we're going to focus on that in the scripture that I want to talk about, which if you have your Bible there, it's going to be Isaiah 50, verses 10 and 11. Um, So mental pause, taking the time that we need to give our brain time to focus on the Lord and our spirits at the same time to focus and soak into the word. Um, And I want to throw this out, just a little question that came to mind as I was praying over and writing up a little outline for tonight. I just want to ask you if there's anything that's keeping you from time with uh, Jesus. Is there anything, and, you know, it might be a baby, a newborn, that kind of thing. Um, You know, that's a very valid thing. But for most of us, we don't have newborn babies. But just, you know, think about it. Is there anything that keeps you from your time with the Lord? Um, Okay, so body, brain, and being. We need to have a balance between those three Bs. And, um, you know, two of my favorite characters in the New Testament and I mean, these are, of course, real people. Um, if they, if Mary and Martha were with us today, they'd be dressed similarly uh, to how we're dressed. They might even be in their pajamas right now. But, you know, they were real people, not just, you know, characters in Scripture. Um, and a love-hate relationship with Mary and Martha, I'm sure many of you can identify. As moms, especially as homeschool moms, many of us tend to be more like Martha. Uh, where we're service-oriented and we're doing, um, and we're more dictator-oriented. Uh, in my utmost for his highest, there's a reading, uh, I think it's from the, towards the end of the year, where um, it might be November, December, where Oswald talks about Martha as kind of a dictator. And she really was, there she was talking to Jesus and dictating to him, hey, would you go tell my sister to come over here and help me? I love her because of her honesty, and I love it that God records for us um, the conversations between Martha and Jesus. And here, right quick, I want to jump to a scripture where he speaks to Martha, and um, there are just so many parts of his conversations with Martha that I wish I had time to bring out, but... um, It is in, let me see if I can find a reference here. It's in the second account when um, he was, Jesus was about to raise Lazarus from the dead. And he goes out to the tomb and Martha in her dictatorness, it's not a word, but I think I just made up one. She, you know, he asked them to roll away the stone and she's like, whoa, hold on a second. Um, Yeah, he throws off or she actually says, but Lord, it throws off an offensive odor for he's been dead for four days. Now, of course, Jesus knew that, but there she was sticking her little dictator nose in it, like probably some of us would. But wait, but wait. And I love what Jesus says. It's so important. And if I can find the reference for you here, I want to grab that. Um, it's in John 11, verses 17 through 40, uh, closer to probably like 38. But she, But Jesus says, to Martha, 
four words. He says, didn't I tell you? Didn't I tell you? Think about it. How often have you, as a mom or a dad, said to your delightful offspring, didn't I tell you, dot, dot, dot. Now, when you say that, it means that you've said it previously, right? There's been a point in past history where you maybe said, hey, when you come in, don't just kick your shoes off. Please put them away in your bedroom. And every time you walk in the front door, you're still tripping up. So you pull your child aside and say, didn't I tell you? Jesus did this to Martha. And says, didn't, he says, didn't I tell you? I love this. He didn't say, just didn't, didn't I tell you? He says, didn't I tell you and promise you that if you would believe and rely on me, you would see the glory of God? Let me read that again. Didn't I tell you and promise you that if you would believe and rely on me, you would see the glory of God? And if you had a second there, I mean, jot those words down. He's just about to raise Lazarus from the dead. And here is Martha all over him about the stinking grave, literally. And he, I don't think he was rebuking her as much as he was just reminding her, whoa, think about this for a moment. Didn't I promise you that if you would believe, here's an if then, if you would believe and rely on me, you'd see the glory of God. And I think that speaks to her lack of faith as well. Okay, with that said, I want to um, I want to go ahead and let's turn over to Isaiah chapter 50, verses 10 and 11. And y'all, when I came across these verses almost exactly six years ago to the month, I read them and tears fell. I mean, and um, I'm going to try not to at the moment, but these verses broke my heart when I read them because I felt like the Holy Spirit was rebuking me. And you'll see why um, when we get there. I'm trying to find it here. You know, trials, tribulations, I mean, junk is going to happen in our lives. Sometimes stuff happens as a matter of discipline. And discipline, we tend to think of it as an ugly word. It's really not. We discipline our children because we love them, right? And, uh, yeah, God does the same thing for us. He disciplines us because he loves us. And he allows those clouds to come in. Um, Stephen Curtis Chapman has a song called Sometimes He Comes in the Clouds. I was going through a really dark time in my life, several, several years ago. And, you know, sometimes for some reason God allows clouds to come, whether we don't understand the health issues we're going through, financial issues, maybe issues with um, family members or our children, things that are breaking our hearts. I mean, we go through things like that um, as discipline for a time. And God doesn't allow us to see what's coming down the pike. He wants us to trust him. He wants us to have faith. Didn't I tell you and promise you that if you would believe and rely on me, you would see the glory of God? Those words that he said to Martha, the dictator's sister, he's saying to you today, right now, didn't I tell you 
rely on me. And that's a pretty hard if, isn't it? It's simple, but it's not easy. You will see the glory of God. I would venture to guess that another thing we have in common is that we want to model um, Jesus' love to our children. We want our kids to see a mom that is balanced, that has peace, that's content, a mom who has faith, a mom that hears God. And, you know, again, we are princesses. It sounds silly, kind of cheesy, but we are more princesses than any Disney princess ever was because we are daughters of the Most High God. And if somehow we could grasp how far above us God is, um, we would just be overwhelmed by the fact that he created us. He created your soul that is peering from the eyes of your body. I mean, it's just so cool to think about. So I just want to remind you that you're a princess. So, um, all right, back to Isaiah. We didn't get there. But I found it finally. I'm going to grab a, a quick sip of water. So we're princesses, but we also are moms, and we have a long list of responsibilities. We have a long list of relationships to maintain. Um, And again, we got those 24 hours, but so much is scrambling for our attention. Um, Good, bad, urgent, important. How do we make sense of it all? What is there to grasp onto um, in those times when, you know, like Abraham, all those years um, before the promise of his son. I mean, and he believed God. So I want to read Isaiah 50. I'm going to start with verse 10. And this is Isaiah, and he's actually talking to um, the house of Israel. He's talking to Um, believers, if you will. He's not talking to those who haven't heard of the Lord. He's talking to God's people, and which is what broke my heart because he was talking to me in verse 10, and he's talking to you as well. He said, um, Isaiah says, Who is among you who reverently fears the Lord, who obeys the voice of his servant? So he's like, okay, Who's here? Raise your hand if you reverently fear the Lord. Raise your hand if you obey or, you know, you try to obey the voice of his servant. And most of us would raise our hands, right? We would. Isaiah says, who's among you who reverently fears the Lord, who obeys the voice of his servant, yet who walks in darkness and deep trouble and has no shining splendor in her heart? Oh, my goodness. When I first read those words, I had no shining splendor at all. Um, I couldn't probably remember shining splendor within the past month of when I first read this. It was just some really, really difficult times. It continues, Isaiah continues, let him rely on, trust in, and be confident in the name of the Lord. Let him lean upon and be supported by his God. Oh, my goodness, that's the antidote to not having shining splendor. And I love that. The shining splendor is what I want to have in the midst of my day, in the midst of 
working um, around the house with my children. I want to model that confidence in the Lord. I want to model faith, strength. Um, I want to be, but you know what? Life happens, and most days it doesn't go that way, right? Do you remember, maybe this was this morning, um, having your quiet time before the Lord and, you know, getting fired up and ready to face the day, and you peek your head out the door and there's your four-year-old with, you know, fill in the blank and it's just not a pretty picture, (laughs) and there goes that whole 20 minutes of devotional time, or if you were wealthy time-wise, an hour of devotional time, you know? We need to reflect shining splendor, but how do we do it? So if that didn't convict you, um, I just encourage you to read it on your own. Um, my <laughs> relentless talking sometimes can take away. But who is among us tonight who hears the voice of Jesus? We hear and we obey, yet we walk in darkness. We have deep trouble. Our spirits are troubled, and we don't have shining splendor in our hearts. If that's you, there is a simple antidote. Let her rely on, trust in, and be confident in the name of the Lord. And let her lean upon and be supported by her God. Okay, and here is the the second part of what hit me between the eyes. Verse 11. Behold, all you enemies of your own selves who attempt to kindle your own fires, work out your own plans of salvation, who surround and gird yourselves with momentary sparks, darts, and firebrands that you set aflame. Meaning, um, yeah, work our own deliverance. Did you ever work your own deliverance in anything? Like think something was too big for God to handle? Um, And, you know, how many times have I been guilty about in the morning praying over a need and thinking I've given it to the Lord only to grab it back the minute I leave um, my bedroom? You know, leaving it there is completely different than just saying, God, I give this to you, and then walking out the door and being burdened with it for the whole rest of the day. That is where we are our own worst enemy. Because then, in our minds, we're thinking, how are we going to work this out? Um, There's um, an anecdote about uh, a mom who had just a car full of screaming kids. She had to run to the mall just to pick up a few things, and she's stuck in the parking lot looking for a parking place and uh, fervently praying out loud, Lord, please help me find a And just then, she saw a parking space, and she said, oh, never mind, Lord, I just found one. (laughs) Of course, forgetting that God just kind of worked that out. So we think that we have to be in control. We like that control. We like that dictator spirit. Um, Yeah, we do. But we're also our own worst enemy when we do that, when we kindle our own fires, when we work out our own plans of salvation, um, and we surround ourselves with these little sparks of flame, with these little darts of flame, little firebrands that we set aside or we set aflame ourselves. Isaiah says, walk by the light of your self-made fire. Walk by the sparks that you've kindled for yourself, if you will. But this shall you have from my hand. You shall lie down in grief and in torment. Oh, my goodness. 
how many times have I gone to bed and not been able to sleep and just tossing and turning in my own version of grief and torment because I'm worrying over those silly things. Well, they're not silly. They're major things. They're um, financial issues, health issues, relationship issues, whatever they are for you, fill in the blank. We kind of cast our cares as a fisherman would cast out um, the line, but then we reel them right back in. That's what God is saying, whoa, 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 whoa. You don't have shining splendor. Guess why? You're not leaning on me. You're not trusting in me. You're not relying on me. And I love what the Amplified Bible says. It also, um, God says, to require me as your most vital necessity. And when you're a mom, how do you do that? Because you're you're the most vital necessity to your children, to your youngsters, the ones who depend on you to, um, you know, like cook and feed them. <laughs> you know, when you are torn in so many different pieces, how do you get that time? And for, we're all in different seasons. I can't answer that for you in the particular season you're in. What I can say is that tonight God wants you to know that you've got to go to him. It's not enough to go to your sister. It's not enough to talk to your husband or talk to your wife. You've got to go to God. Sure, there's great counsel, great wisdom from others. God wants you. He is jealous for you. He wants you to run to him, and he's got a plan for your body, your brain, your being. I want to encourage you to drop everything, to roll everything onto the Lord. And you know what? He is big enough to handle it. If he is big enough to create you, he is big enough to care about everything that touches you. He's already provided the answer. The answer is always Jesus. I have a piece of paper up here on my desk lamp that says, and I can't see it because it's faded, but it says, Jesus is all I need. That's all I need. He's my most vital necessity. And um, that's where the whole let it go thing comes in. And I wish I could just throw out... Um, a handout sheet that had every scripture reference in it that said lean on, trust, and rely on. But you know what? We could read every single one, take days doing it, but our human nature is still going to be to grab it back, to take back control. And we as moms really, really, really could save ourselves a lot of trouble by learning how to let it go. And I'm going to give you just a few tips right quick um, before we finish up here on how exactly to do it. How to have that, what I call the merry mindset, not M-E-R-R-Y, but the merry as in Mary and Martha. Um, you know, our challenges, are your challenges are going to be different than mine. Um, but you know what? No matter what the problem is, too often we try to work out our own deliverance. That is the Isaiah 50, verse 10. We try to uh, 
or I'm sorry, 11, we try to kindle our own fires and work out our own plans of salvation. But why do we do that? Because we don't want to be in the position of needing God absolutely. We want some sort of fail-safe. That's our human nature. We want to avoid having no one but God. And quite frankly, we're afraid to rest ourselves fully on God. And uh, it's our human nature that calls to us to start our own fires, to kind of like knock rocks together, you know, in order to get a little spark that we can then fan into some sort of flame. And we expend all this time and energy on something that we don't need to be doing in the first place. So worry, fear, depression, anxiety, there is nothing new under the sun. Isaiah, I remember, was addressing the faithful ones of his day, who obviously feared the Lord, but who obviously were still living in darkness and fear. People haven't changed. We still choose that fear and darkness, don't we? When we could embrace rest and peace. Anybody else but me choose uh, fear and darkness sometimes? Yeah. So how do we break this cycle? All right. I got some practical suggestions. And I think I only have three steps here. The first one is for one month. One month. Or even let's just say the rest of this month. Read Isaiah 50, verses 10 and 11 each day. Grab a journal or a notebook and decide for one month you're going to take God at his word. You're going to believe what he said to Martha because he doesn't just say it to Martha. He's saying it to you too. Didn't I tell you and promise you that if you would believe and rely on me, you would see the glory of God? That's an if. You've got to believe and rely. And the then is you, my friend, are going to see the glory of God. There's no way around it. So grab a journal. Decide for one month you're going to take God at his word. Commit. Just write down everything that is bugging the fire out of you in the morning or in the evening or whenever. Write down your worries, concerns, and commit those to page. Yeah, you've got to write it out. You can't do it in it, okay, <laughs> uh, for 30 days. And after you've laid out those cares in your journal, in your mind's eye, how, what, however this works for you, picture yourself leaning up against the Lord, resting on him, and seeing those burdens as like bags of rocks sitting there. Because that's what they are when we carry them around. They're heavy, they steal our joy, and we ain't got no shine and splendor, right? Refuse just for today not to pick those back up. And before you leave the solitude of your room or wherever you're writing, determine you're not going to worry just for that day. So just for today, Lord, I'm going to let you handle how I'm going to pay the rent. And um, if I, that's what I'm writing down. I'm going to picture myself leaning against the Lord. And that reminds me that he is capable. He doesn't want me to. When I'm working it out for myself, I'm being my own worst enemy. And what am I earning? Um, what is Isaiah says? Grief and torment. Who wants that? Okay? And it sounds easy. This sounds easy. But whatever's on your mind, write it down. Whether it's a relationship with your mom or fill in the blank, write it down and take God at his word. Okay, Lord, I don't know how to let this go. I don't know how to let it go, but I'm giving it to you, and I want you to just remind me by your Holy Spirit when I'm picking it back up again. And just for today. And you know what? 30 days of that and writing down how the Lord has come in like a flood 
and given you ideas, answers, insight, wisdom, write that all down. Because you're going to find when you refuse to fall into the old patterns and working things out for yourself, the Lord is going to meet your needs in ways you could not imagine. You know what? I'd love to hear about it. Uh, my email, by the way, is info, I-N-F-O, at youarethemom.com. So I call that the one-month challenge. Um, six years ago, that's what I was doing. You know what? I'm still doing it because we never outgrow our need to cast our cares and not reel them back in. Okay? Um, we talked about balance and abiding in Jesus is definitely the key to a balanced life. And um, One other tip that I've learned in the past year, maybe not even a year, it might even be more like seven months, is not just to have quiet time in the morning, but uh, I'm blessed to where I can come home on my lunch break uh, from work. I will go upstairs and read over what I read that morning or um, put some notes in my journal about what's transpired so far in the day or just reconnect with the Lord um, in body, soul, and mind. Um, Body, being away from everybody else, being alone. Um, Of course, the soul and mind part makes sense. And when I give myself time to be still and know that he is God, to lean on, trust, and rely on, then I have mental poise around my children, um, around just whomever I'm around, at the grocery store or whatever. I can be that light. Um, I don't know that I'd say shining splendor every day. (laughs) Um, I love what Oswald Chambers says. I think it's with the January 19th reading. He uses the words undaunted radiance. And I came across that right before... um, the Facebook party, and I was like, that's it. Oswald Chambers calls the shining splendor undaunted radiance. And he says, undaunted radiance is not built on anything passing, but on the love of God that nothing can alter. Because, y'all, if we are depending on anybody or anything aside from the Lord, um, you know, we can easily be swayed by the wind, if it just blows a different way. But one thing for that we're all being disciplined for is to know that God is real. And one way to find that out is to read Isaiah 50, verses 10 and 11 every day, several times a day. Lay down those burdens, write them out, throw them onto the Lord, and, oh my goodness, he is your Father, he is the king of the universe, and his yoke is easy. His burden is light. I want to end with just one proverb. Uh, It's from Proverbs um, 16, verse 3. Roll your works upon the Lord. Commit, trust them wholly, W-H-O-L-L-Y. Trust them wholly to him. He will cause your thoughts to become agreeable to his will, and so shall your plans be established and succeed. The Lord has made everything to accommodate himself and contribute to its own end and his own purpose. And verse 20 says, He who deals wisely and heeds God's word and counsel shall find good and 
whomever leans on, trusts in, and is confident in the Lord, happy, blessed, and fortunate is she. May we be happy, blessed, fortunate, and have shining splendor. That's not fake, y'all. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about from the confidence we have in Jesus Christ, that through him we can do anything that he brings our way today. And that's it. That's what I have to share, Felice. Absolutely beautiful. That was um, amazing, Joanne. It was really an anointed talk. Thank you. You're so welcome. It convicts me every uh, it, it, daily. I'm daily convicted. Yeah. Well, you know, we have um, a room full, even if it is a virtual room, of all over, you know, the U.S., especially those that are here tonight. And um, lots of of burdens that people are carrying. I was looking at some of the posts during the Facebook party and what people were saying and, you know, some of it was, you know, not dire needs, although you know how it is. When you, it's your need, it's very, very important. Um, but others were just, you know, just tremendous, like someone posted to get out of um, – you know, financial crisis, and and others posted some other needs. But, um, you know, we have moms, uh, without mentioning names, that are here tonight that, you know, um, do have financial needs, some that do, um, you know, have had extreme loss. Um, One of them, I'm going to read, you know, a question that she has. Um, Others who have special needs children and, you know, it it is such a, a beautiful thing that you said tonight about journaling. Um, and I wanted to ask you in particular, is this, uh, you know, I've journaled for years and, you know, how how that goes too is that, you know, I've had to make that a New Year's resolution, you know, that I was going to get back to it daily. I get so busy that, um, you know, it's it's like one of those, things that are so important but I leave to to the end or the evening and then I'm too tired. Um but is right. that something oh, you've yeah. done faithfully through the years? Um it's seasonal for sure. Mm-hmm. Um and sometimes journaling is a notebook that has scraps of paper thrown in it. <laughs> Just um like sitting and nursing a baby um having some of them I have notes that I've written with my left hand. I'm right-handed with my left hand. You know, the Lord is, he doesn't need us to be sitting down with a Bible, with a journal, and with a pen to speak to us. Um, He just wants our hearts and minds to be focused. So it's, you can, some things you, you cannot focus while you're doing it, but then there are other tasks we have throughout the day where we can focus. The the difficulty is training our minds to go to swing towards the Lord instead of away towards the issues, towards really Satan. And I've been convicted that my worry um, is a form of rebellion in my own heart, not for anyone else, but I know for a fact because I'm choosing to be frustrated with my inability to solve my problems. Well, that's why I have, I mean, that's why God allows a lot of stuff to happen to 
bring us to the end of ourselves. So to answer your question, you know, a piece of paper and a pen aren't the important thing. The Lord can speak at any moment in any time with some, you know, he can burst into your thoughts and you go, gosh, that's God. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, run and write that down. But, yes, I do now in the season of life I'm in, but I get up really early um, and I'm trying about, not trying, I've been praying and put some things into effect so that I make better use of my time and that sort of thing. But there is no right. condemnation for anyone who can't journal, <laughs> you know. Right. God, just right. pray for God to speak to you um, and focus, you know, it might be just type it a few words in a Word document while you're right. nursing a baby or whatever. Well, here's here's a confirmation to your talk um, as well, because you were saying that verse, "Be still and know that I am God." I'm I'm huge on paraphrasing and then trying to remember the scripture. Well, that's Psalm 46:10, and the very oh, first you. time I got really serious about journaling, would you believe that was a scripture the Lord gave me? And I didn't even know where that was in the Bible or if that was even in the Bible, but I kept saying <laughs> to the Lord, you know. I want to hear you. I want you to be able to talk to me so I can write things down. And it was my birthday. So I'm sitting there going, and it's my birthday today, you know, like a little kid. <laughs> you know? I, want, I want you to talk to a me. A little so princess. Yes, yes. At least and a little so, princess. Yes, and he did. He gave me, you know, this beautiful um you know, thing, and I wrote it down, and, um, mm-hmm. you know, it was it was just beautiful. It was just like, you know, a, a wonderful present, and so even when we are pouting and we are acting like spoiled brats, you know, God does hear us, and he can, and I just thought that was so appropriate that that was, you know, one of the scriptures you shared with us tonight. Um, but let's get to some of these questions, um, you know, and, and so and I just have to share with you also, Joanne, and no names will be mentioned, but another um, mom out there who is also an author and has her own little business, I asked her to speak at Mommy Jammies because I know she would just be a wonderful inspiration, and she said, uh, I'm too old now, it's too late, <laughs> so I just thought I'd share that oh, with what? you. Oh, yeah, too yeah, well, no, because she's just tired at at night. Oh, you know, because you were saying, you know, usually I'm in bed, and I and I'm same here, like at ten, <laughs> I'm in bed, you know. So here we are, you know. So, and uh, yeah. we're still here, but God just kind of fills me, you know. I, it, this yeah. is such an amazing, amazing time, and normally I have to remember that mommy jammy nights are normally the days um, are going to be very hectic and very trying because it's just like you know trying are making it to church and that day that, yes. you know, that you're going to be really touched by something or going to a Bible study, you know, everything just breaks loose and it's, and then you wonder, you know, why is it so stressful? And it's because, you know, there's going to be such a wonderful thing. I'm just happy that we have this audio um, for those of you listening to this, you know, this on iTunes, it's all over the place on every podcast. Feed, um, it, just look for Mommy Jammy's Night on iTunes and you'll find it or the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network or just go to mommyjammysnight.com and look for Let It Go and uh, you can download the audio there as well. 
Um, okay, so some other questions. Um, I have to write these notes down, Joanna. They're going to go out of my head, and I'm going to forget, and then I'll get emails from people going, now, how do I list? <laughs> All right. Um, okay, so a question from a mom, and that says, um, how do you make time for yourself when I barely have time for my family? And then the second part of her question, and maybe go to this one first, is what were the bees I got body and brain? Was there another? Okay, yes, body, brain, and being, B-E-I-N-G, which is your soul. Okay. okay. And that is an excellent question. Um, and what is so funny is I was just being the spoiled little princess <laughs> and complaining to God, how am I supposed to exercise now? I used to walk, you know, two to four miles a day, and now I'm working full time. How am I supposed to do this? It's not light enough in the morning. Well, God told me how when I asked him, and his answer was, when you get home, as soon as you get home from work, go on out. And you know what I usually do when I get home from work is I sit on the couch, slip my Mm -hmm. shoes off, and, like, put my head down and take a nap. So, you know, I don't know the answer to that, but I know who knows. And, um, you know, it may not look the same every day, but I guarantee that God will make a way um, and will show each of us how we can because we know we know um, that we all have the same 24 hours a day. However, um, some people have like 23.2 hours completely full of everybody else. So God gets that. He knows our schedules, but he will when, I don't know who answered, asked the question, but I'm sure many of us think, how can, how can, I can't do anymore. You know, ask God, and he will show you, and it will be funny. I, I guarantee he'll answer in an amusing way. Because what he was telling me was, yeah, you don't need that nap, do you? So I have a choice. I can come home and take a nap, or I can come home and go out for a walk. So, yeah, and... I really want that nap, but I'm always so glad after I go out and take a walk. Yeah, and and you know what? It's whatever is important, you know, we'll make the time for. And um, on my list was exercise this year, and I'm in a small little mastermind group. And um, actually, I didn't even mention it to the girls, and they're like, you know, you're going to exercise. In fact, we're all exercising this year, so <laughs> I've been doing a little bit more of that, but it's, you know, it's, again, one of those things that um, is, is way down on my list, but it is right. still still very important. And um, I got to meet um, my Internet friend and who does the lady who does social media for me here at Media Angels, Amy uh, Blevins. And um, mm-hmm. Amy comes to maybe my shoulder, and I'm not very tall. I'm like 5'4", <laughs> and we, we went to uh, lunch, and we went to um, a mall, like right outside of the D.C. area, man, can that girl walk fast? In my in my <laughs> defense, I had heels on; they were small heels, but <laughs> she was like motoring ahead of me, and I'm like trying to catch my breath. And we're in this, you know, monstrosity of a place, trying to get to the other end, and and so she just like she just thought it was hysterical that I couldn't keep up with her, and you know, she's the one with the little legs and. You know, just motoring. She said she has a tall husband, so that's why she walks fast. 
But I told my husband, I go, okay, I've got to put this on my list. I am so out of shape. I can't even keep up with, you know, um, you know, Amy, who's shorter than I am, and she just like took off, you know. And I looked at these one of the um, escalator stairs didn't work, and we did walk down them, which was not bad. But I thought, oh please, Lord, let let these other ones work to go up. <laughs> I think that would have been the death of me. So anyway, um, and I know that's important. Yeah, and with myself, yeah. I. I the only way I'm going to do it and stick to it is if I'm really convicted about it or if I'm like, oh, my gosh, my clothes are so tight. It puts me in such a bad mood. I have got to do something about this. And, you know, it just takes time to get to that point. <laughs> but that's when I'm really going to be motivated and stick to it is when, right. you, when you personally are invested in it, um, that's when change, good change happens. So. Yeah, just something I saw in the, in the chat room. Um, it says someone lately um, told their family that they didn't rely on God much because he was allowing so much um, bad to happen to them. And um, I'm sure you and I both could probably speak to that for about an hour. <laughs> so um, let's let's I'll let you go ahead and answer that since you have the floor. But that just really irks me. Um, when people have said that, that's yeah. yeah. Um, you know, Paul says, "Count it all joy when you encounter various trials, tribulations." Not if we do, but when we right. do. And you know, sometimes I'm just glad I'm not God all the time. I'm that I wasn't going to say. Sometimes I'm glad. I'm. You know, God is so far above us that there's no way we can understand. And mm-hmm. I don't get why I try to, you know. Um, the thing, the cool thing is to go back a year or two or three or four or five years in your journaling um, and see where you were back then. And sometimes you can see where the puzzle pieces have fit. Um but we can't gauge anything by hardship because the saints of God face so much more hardship than I ever have. Um, right. That's so, so true. And I wanted to add, you know, the prosperity gospel is mm-hmm. a false gospel. I think that mm-hmm. there's a lot of people preaching that. And mm-hmm. not that, you know, there isn't a honeymoon period or that God doesn't bless us. He does. I mean, he blesses us by giving us life. We become, you know, um, you know, very demanding. You gave a beautiful example in the Martha Mary thing. And um, I know that when you, you know, you just hit a core too, when you said, look at your journal and see where you've been, we grow in faith through adversity. You know, um, it, we cannot grow if we're not challenged, if we're not being pruned, uh, let's see, what else does the Bible use if we're not being, you know, um, tested by fire? Um, you know, there are so many verses that, that speak to that. And that honing and that pruning and that test is what makes us, you know, really turn to the Father. The word cultivate has been coming to my mind a lot lately, and not because I'm doing any gardening because I'm taking a break from that, but, you know, to cultivate faith and we're to cultivate these things. and 
to do that, the Holy Spirit has to break up the ground, and that's painful, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure many of us are, you know, we can look at where we are today and go, wow, I never thought I'd be here for, you know, the the good or, I hate to say the word bad, a, a, you know, adversity, um, it brings strength, you know. And when we're going through stuff, one thing I've learned um, personally is, and it's been a humbling thing, I need other people. I need other saints of God to come alongside me. Iron sharpens iron, as a friend of mine likes to say. Um, We need each other. And the stuff that um, you've gone through in the past year, is going to the Lord will bring people across your pathway who need to who need wisdom in how to deal with just that particular thing and you know we're to be poured out as an offering and part of that is being squished like a grape so that juice right. you know the 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 juice comes out through pressure and pain and suffering and all that stuff that I don't even have for eternity. You know, if we could just really see that our lifetimes aren't even a blip on the screen of eternity. They're just like barely a tiny little molecule in eternity. We just it's perspective, you know, to pray for perspective is like praying for patience. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> no. We learned that one uh early on. Yeah. yeah. But you know, it, it that's also true and I I, you know just wanted to add it's not that God doesn't you know can't bless you with you know an abundance of whatever it is Mm -hmm. that you're praying for specifically it's just that you know I don't know of any life it doesn't matter how wealthy you are I know some very wealthy people how poor you are I know some people that are you know really struggling um, how smart you are how dumb you are Um, Mm -hmm. It it doesn't matter. Everyone has a different uh, cross, if you will, something that is uniquely their own that they um, don't need to carry, that the Lord, you know, has already won um, the battle and Mm -hmm. he can carry it for you. But like you said, Joanne, you need um, your friends, you need help, but you also need to ask the Lord. And Mm -hmm. when things get too heavy, you know, he's definitely there for you. Okay, so another question here. and this is a sad one, after the drama and the loss of his dad um, and her husband, uh, my 13-year-old has lost interest in taking command over his learning but instead has slacked off more. How do you encourage a teenager who does not have a male authority figure there to keep them motivated? My words just go over his head now. So he doesn't take what? I missed that. Authority, like she's trying to get him to do his schoolwork, and he's homeschooled, and you know his dad died, so it's just really been been difficult. That is a difficult one, Um, very difficult. You know, um, in my own household, and some listeners may. If they've been on my Facebook, or not that I talk, I don't talk about it on Facebook actually, but um, I have, you know, just gone through a divorce after being married for 30 years. And um, 
that one event, you know, being somewhere I never thought I would be. Um, in my children and I are so much closer. I mean, I can see good that's come out, but you couldn't have told me that two years ago. So, you know, the the death of a spouse, of a father, is it's a tragedy. Divorce is the death of a family also, um, and it's a, you know, removal of it's just upheaval in authority in a family and, you know, have, losing a spouse or not being a family unit as you knew it before is going to cause grieving. And you, ha- you know, a child has to go through the grief process, whether it's divorce or mm. um, the death. And so I think that there's a, just a season of time where, you know, I would... <sighs> other than on my knees in front of the Lord in his presence, which I'm sure that um, this sweet mama has been, you know, just giving your son time. It really ain't all about education. It's about the heart, the spirit. Um, And the other thing I want to share is God promised that he would be a father to my children and in the past, it's been two years, I have seen that literally come to pass. And so to pray for a pseudo, well, not, not a, well, you know, a father figure, I'm sure, you know, she's doing that as well, but not to lose hope and um, more than anything, love, love, love on, love on, love on. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it ain't all about education. It's about the heart and what's really, truly going on beneath the surface and giving time. Um, Yeah, homeschooling, I mean, while it's been important the past few years, it's taken a different dimension. Um, So, uh, but yeah, just every day casting that one major thing just for today, Lord, I am going to trust you with my son's heart, trust you with our relationship, and watching and seeing how the Lord answers that, because I know he will. Yeah, and, and you know, it, it's it's definitely going to be a season of, of learning and adjusting and changing, and I'm sure, you know, um, Joanne, thank you for sharing that. And I know that's been, you know, a very uh, personal thing, um, because I didn't even know it until recently, until I'd asked you to speak. Um, and so now we have you to pray for and your beautiful family and also this sweet mom, you know, that, um, you know, these these things um, that are, are totally out of our hands, um, right. but God knows, and, you know, it's, it's something that, you know, he... He can bring good out of all things, you know, that scripture, um, you know, for those who love and serve him and Romans 8, 28, uh, you know, and those are the things that we have to hold on to. They're not just little platitudes. Right. Sometimes, um, you know, people will say these things to us and that's why, you know, I just love that um, you gave us some, some little scripture handles, Joanne, but you also told us, you know, to go and journal and just, 
you know, pour our hearts out to the Lord, but just do it in, you know, just the one thing. And you you made it bite size. <laughs> we could, you know, we could take that and 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 it's doable. It's not, you know, you're going to change everything right now, Julie. So that's the thing, you know, that I would say too is, you know, one day at a time. And also, as you're, you know, if, if you do journal, you know, and you ask the Lord, just ask him, you know, what is that one thing that is going to spur, you know, my children on um, totally different um, situation here, but uh, we needed to get through uh, an additional science that I wanted to do this year because I've had some uh, medical issues and I'm much, much better, but you know, when they're talking about different things and you're saying to yourself, well, where the heck's that in the body, you know, the <laughs> right. gland or, you know, you're just thinking, oh, gosh. So I said to the kids, we're going to do an anatomy class. And uh, then I didn't happen because we're in the homeschool world, Joanne, you know how that goes. And I did message <laughs> the author, you know, Dr. J. Weil. And I'm like, seriously, you know, this is one of the hardest classes I've ever taken, you know, with my kids, and he jokingly said, yeah, it is a, it's a little tough one, like, do you think, you know, but um, you know, just pronouncing some of these things and, you know, these factors and how, how but, but, you know, you keep looking at it and going, oh, my gosh, you know, God's so amazing, but, like, we're at the, almost at the end of the book, you know, the kids and I are slogging through this thing, and it's a chapter on the blood. All of a sudden, Anne comes to life. And she's Aww. going on and on about different blood types. And did you know this one's a donor and this one's not? And if you're O positive and O negative and everything, and what, what blood type? And I said, I'm O positive. And I said, I know I'm an O, but it's not the rarest one. Oh, well, then you have to be O positive. Well, anyway, we ended up <laughs> ordering blood type tests. Um, there's a whole thing on eat for your blood type. And my sister-in-law and brother-in-law have done that for years. Oh, and I cool. found this kit. So anyway, today they're poking their fingers and they're both O, o positive like their mom. I haven't done it yet, but I already know we've had enough children, <laughs> right? Yeah, but they were they were so funny. They're like, but we can't be like we're the universal donors. We need you know, we want to be the universal you know, the the people that give on my, my altruistic, not so altruistic kids. That's awesome. But anyway, yeah, but it was it was three chapters to the end, you know, and they right. woke up. And it was just, <laughs> it was amazing to me, you know, that it was all about, you know, something that I wouldn't even have gotten excited over in a million years. And, right. you know, um, and so, you know, sometimes it's that one thing. And I really wanted them to understand how the body works, you know, and uh-huh. they're still, we should have taken chemistry first, which we didn't, so that's why a lot of this was more difficult, because it has a lot of chemistry in it, um, but, you know, it, it, it's just that kind of thing, and that's what I'm going to pray um, for for the sweet mom that, that wrote that question. I'm going to pray that there is something that just sparks her son's interest, that uh-huh. it is, you know, just something that he can take off with and, you know, even if it's second to the last chapter in a book or, you know, something that he wants to read or, um, you know, just something that that is going to, you know, grab hold of his attention. I know right now a lot of it has to be his heart 
um, you know, that he is wounded and I, I can't, I can't even imagine, you know, um, but it's, you know, it, it is, um, it is something that we as a family can definitely pray for. So, yes. So that's wonderful, you know, that that we have each other. And even if it is all virtually, um, you know, we are here for you. And, and uh, Joanne, go ahead and give everyone your website again uh, so they can contact you as well as um, your email, which was really sweet of you um, to give people. Sure. Um, the website is letter U, letter R, you are the mom.com. And uh, I also have joannecalderwood.com, but don't go there <laughs> because my web host lost all my files. I don't know how. Oh, no. Yeah. So Aww. you are the mom.com is a place to go. And to email me, um, it's just info, I N F O, at you are the mom.com. And I'm the only one who reads those emails that come in there. Okay. So. And then there are people who can find lost stuff. I had a, I'll, I'll message you about that because there oh, are. Oh, that would be wonderful. Um, yeah, there is, there is a, there is a way. It's like losing everything on your computer that it doesn't, it doesn't just go away. And hopefully we'll, we'll pray for that for you because I know um, Thank you. you've, you've Thank had you. years of stuff on your site. Um, oh. and I know now you're probably so busy that it's uh, difficult to keep up. So it seems like the only time I ever blog is before Mommy Jammy's night. <laughs> but but that's okay. God knows that as well, and we put everything but you in have, His hands. And, yeah. Yes, and and you have Mommy Jammy's night. That's amazing. That is that you know, is. We've been that, doing it monthly. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. How long? How long have you done it? Um, I think this is our third year. It's actually um, the network itself. Um, started in it would be uh, let's see it pre-launched in September 2013 um and I think Mommy Jammy's night was in October of of 2013 so um it's gone you know a full this on this October will be 2 years on this network and then um can't believe I can't believe the network's 2 years old it seems like we just started it last yes. year and then um actually Cindy Rushton started Mommy Jammy's night that she did on occasion as part of the expo and then when I took that over in in 2010 um we started doing it every month then so you know it has been so it, and I think that was the same like around Octoberish time so um yeah it's been it's been once a month and we have lots of beautiful archives and um I have yours <laughs> from whenever you did yours it's some somewhere floating around in one of the little in the little year packages so um yeah it's been it's been a a, a real blessing it, it has for me um uh, Latoya Edwards took it over for a season and uh she's now um expecting a, a babe at any time so uh she wow. had other other things that she needed to take care of so i am back at the helm and uh just praising god for the opportunity to um have this this platform where people do listen from around the world and we're just very very blessed uh to wow. be able to to bring them these these types of uh talks and thank you so much 
Joanne for um, praying before you came and for really giving a wonderful, beautiful, anointed talk tonight. Thank you so much. You are welcome. Thank you for the opportunity to share the humbling aspects of realizing how <laughs> I've fallen short. But um, I've I learned through mistakes. Don't you know? Isn't that a we all do very all universal do. way? Yeah. Yes. Well, God bless, and I can't uh, wait to connect with you soon. Take care. Good night, please. Okay. Bye bye. so happy you came to Mommy Jammies Night. Please drop my guests a line and let them know how thankful you are that they gave their time. And follow up with me on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network Facebook page or via email. God's blessings upon you and your family. 